Welcome to Failure's Knowledge, the best podcast for you to develop personally to grow to the best version of yourself. See, it takes time and learning from other people's experiences give you the edge that you have been looking for that will help you later on in life. All I ask for is one thing. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on how this episode impacted you the most. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more content that will help you develop personally. Thank you. Navigating love after healing is so difficult because there's no blueprint to properly do it. Yet nobody prepares us to go through this heartbreak when the heart has already been broken. See, navigating love after healing is a process. It is a step-by-step, day-by-day, moment-by-moment understanding that we really have to go through to understand what this really is. Yet to understand what this really is, we have to be willing to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions. Yet navigating love after healing is so difficult because no one taught us how to properly heal. No one taught us the importance of putting ourselves first. And no one taught us that it's okay to have boundaries within yourself. See, here's the thing. When we have boundaries within ourselves, navigating love after healing is a process. And it becomes doable to the point to where we can actually do it and understand what's in front of us. What's in front of us is us believing that we deserve better for ourselves. And when we deserve better for ourselves, we are not settling for less. We're not settling for less because less less is a remembrance of the pain that we just went through, of the heartbreak that we just experienced. And oftentimes a heartbreak is the lesson to help us grow and learn what we didn't do right or what we did do right. Notice I said the first negative aspect because it's the first thing that we that we think about when things go wrong. When things doesn't go our way, we think, what did we do wrong? Rather than thinking, what did I do right? It, oftentimes it's not always your fault. Maybe you're, you're navigating Love after healing was just a process to teach you who's meant for you, who's meant for you, who's meant to be with you. See, it, there's, there's a process that we all have to go through. Navigating love after healing is really accepting everything that we've been through. Nobody gives us a blueprint because the blueprint has to be discovered in yourself. What's going on, everybody? My name is Terrell with the Wild Humphrey and welcome to another great talk, another conversation and failures knowledge. See, this time we're talking about love. We're talking about navigating and understanding how to really put time and effort into yourself. See, we, we dive in deep. And before I start, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like and wait till it's the end and leave a comment on how you are going to navigate love after you heal for yourself. So, and it's so important. It's so important that, that, that we talk about this topic because this topic it's so confusing. There's a lot of people that are speaking about relationships. There's a lot of people that are speaking about love. There's a lot of people speaking on the other party, other sex roles rather than our own roles, right? So what my job is, what, my, what I'm going to do is just speak about my experience, what I've been through, and the lessons that I've learned. So today, the points that we're going to be talking about is going to be so helpful because now your blueprint is going to be laid. <laughs> your blueprint is going to be laid because now... You forgive yourself. 
Now you're able to forgive what you have been through. See, the first point that I really want to talk about is personal growth and evolving perspectives. Nobody explained to me when I went through my heartbreak that I was going to become somebody different. I was going to become somebody new. I was going to become somebody aware. And nobody told me that because I guess I wasn't asking the right questions. And since I wasn't asking the right questions, nobody gave me the blueprint to keep going and keep pushing and keep learning how to heal, how to grow, how to not be so hard on what I just been through, what I just experienced. See, not only not only is it me understanding what it is, when I went through the personal growth and evolving, when I went to my through my personal growth and evolving my perspective, I didn't know my perspectives were me setting boundaries for myself. I didn't understand the perspectives that I have wasn't the one that will make me have a great relationship. When I was in my prior marriage, it was it was a lesson to help me learn more about who I was becoming. Not only who I was becoming, but how to be used to someone else's space. Yet as I'm getting used to their space, there's a disconnect because I didn't understand the importance of a relationship. See, the importance of a relationship is serving one another. The purpose of a relationship is serving one another. Yet if you don't know this, you're doing the best that you that you can. See, here's what I've learned is that I put myself in an uncomfortable position. I got married at a young age and they taught me so much more than I even that I couldn't even imagine. See, here's the thing about relationships that you that both parties, not just one. No, no, no. Both parties have to be willing to try to invest into the other person as the as the as you are investing time and energy and conversation and growth into this person. What are they doing for you? What are they doing for you? And see, heartbreaks builds trauma. Heartbreaks builds trauma because now we have a wall when we when we are going into our next relationship or next situation or next talking phase. People don't tell you that you that your wall is up because of what you have experienced. See, there are certain triggers that get triggered as we are going through the motion, as we are figuring out who's for us. Because oftentimes our pain, our our healing process hasn't been finished, hasn't been completed. In order for you to move on to the next, you have to be one with yourself. I had to become one with myself because I understand why this just happened. I understand me going through this divorce was going to really spark something in me. And as it's sparking something in me, I've always been sparked. I know I now understand what boundaries are. I now understand communication. I now understand the person that I was when I went through the divorce. I am no longer him. I just grew into a unique version to understand I needed to go through this. I needed to go through this heartbreak. I needed to go through this pain. I needed to experience whatever I, what I dealt with to understand what I'm looking for. To understand what you're looking for is out here, even though being out here is so difficult. See, luckily now I have, I've found the love of my life. Now I found the love of my life just because of the work that I did last year. The work and time and energy that I invested into myself. I began to love myself. I began to forgive myself. I began to accept everything that I've been through. You see, the blueprint is forgiveness. The blueprint after forgiveness is healing. After you heal, 
You have to be willing to put yourself back back out there. Putting yourself back out there is showing you, okay, <laughs> maybe I, maybe this person ain't for me. Maybe this this a good person, but this person ain't for me. This ain't my person. See, so we have to be willing to put ourselves back out, even though we just went through a heartbreak, even though we just went through the most trying time to experience something new. And it's difficult, and it's difficult, yet it's so rewarding that we can actually put ourselves out there, continue to put ourselves out there until we find the one. Now, next one I want to hit on is rebuilding trust and vulnerability. It's rebuilding trust and vulnerability. And the reason why this is so important because <laughs> your trust has already been destroyed. Your trust, the, 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 the trust that you instilled now, instead that you gave this other person has been destroyed and taken advantage of. Nonetheless, how do you how do you forgive what has already happened to begin to trust not only yourself, but the person that you're coming in contact with? You have to learn how to be vulnerable. See, I had to learn how to be vulnerable. Me being vulnerable taught me how to communicate. See, me learning how to communicate showed me that emotions are real. I can no longer hold what's bothering me because if I don't speak about it, if I don't speak about it, it's getting built. It's getting compounded over time. By compounding over time, it's constantly stacking on top of one another. And as it's stacking on top of one another, when do I actually say, this is what's wrong with me? When do I actually stop the building and actually communicate what I'm going through. See, there's a process to identify what you're going through because what you're feeling has always been there. I can no longer, I can no longer neglect what I'm feeling because when I'm feeling, there's a reason behind it. There's a reason behind it, and I can no longer be sight. I can no longer be nice. I'm sorry. There's a reason behind it. However, I have to speak up about it because me being too nice, not speaking about it because I want to hurt the next person's feelings, is putting me in a dilemma. It's destroying my confidence, destroying my belief. It's destroying who I am as a person because that weight get heavy. And once it get heavy, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop adding weight to it. It doesn't stop growing. See, when it when the weight is on top of you, when the world is on top of your shoulders, you should have spoke. We should have spoke up about it before we even got to that point. See, it builds. Your pain builds. Your trauma is building. Your your discouragement is building. Furthermore, if we're not talking about our emotions and being comfortable, being vulnerable, the weight that's on our shoulders is going to be so heavy. We can't do nothing but explode. We can't do nothing but explode because we don't know how to communicate. Even though we don't know how to communicate, this is when you become a new person. This is when you grow into your a, a, a personal. This is when you go into your personal development phase and actually become aware of who you are. Uniquely, it teaches you what you're feeling. You're feeling. You're feeling for a reason. Yeah, you, you, you it's triggering you for a particular reason. What is this reason? The reason is always in you because it's our intuition. Our intuition is showing us, it's teaching us, you are never wrong with your feeling. <laughs> you are never wrong about what you're feeling. 
Yet if you don't speak up about how this made you feel, that's when the weights get that's when the weight get heavy. That's when it get heavy because how do you how are you supposed to let go of something that you've been holding on to for so long? You've been holding on to it for so long because we haven't had a chance to be vulnerable with ourselves. And when we vulnerable with ourselves, we can no longer lie and, and, and not pay attention to what our intuition is telling us. How often has your intuition been wrong? How often has your intuition been wrong? It's hardly ever wrong. Me, me speaking, never, never. And I'm honestly unable to understand it because I began to listen and understand where this came from. The next point I want to hit on before I get to point number three, if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, make sure you hit the subscribe and leave a comment down below on how this is making you feel to navigate love after healing. You have to think big in order to become big. And if you're, yet if you're thinking small, you're remaining the same. See, your pain is forcing you to grow and think who you can become. That's the process of the journey. Me speaking like this today, it has always been in me. However, I never understood where this came from. I never, I never believed it. I never saw it, nor did I walk in it. I can't tell you to be the person that you would like to be if you don't believe. I have to tell myself multiple times, you deserve, you deserve better because you have to start putting yourself first. And you can't feel bad about loving who you are. That's what I had to do. I had to learn the, the, the man that I was becoming was not, was not for last year. The man I'm becoming is for years to, years to become, years to arrive. See, it teaches you that life doesn't end, yet you're able to control and handle your pain differently. In contrast, if you didn't go through this heartbreak, this experience, this pain, would you be the person that you are today? Would you be the person that you are today to actually understand that it's okay to grow and not remain the same? So you have to think big in order to become big, yet if you're not Yet, if you think you small, you're going to remain the same. Hold on. You have to think big in order to become big. Yet, if you're thinking small, you are going to remain the same. The next point I want to hit on is fear of repeating the past. That's, and <laughs> I'm glad how I just tied into that. Thinking small is having fear of repeating what you just went through. I was thinking small for eight months. I was thinking small because I was so afraid to put myself out there again because I didn't want to get hurt again. I didn't want my heart broken again. It, 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 was, it was to the point to where like, I got comfortable being alone. I really got comfortable and I understood what loneliness really meant. See, I was boxing a couple of weeks ago and the guy I was sparring with, guy I was you know, practicing with, me and him was fighting, me and him was fighting, then I hit him and he got knocked down. And once he got knocked down, after that day, he didn't come maybe a couple weeks after. Once I saw him again, I'm like, hey, man, what's up, bro? <laughs> How you been doing? He was like, man, 
I, I just, I, I had to take some time. I had to take some time away. He made a statement that was so profound. He was like, I want to get it. I, I just don't want to get hit again. And I just told him, I was, I mentioned the best way you can not get hit again is to keep getting hit. Cause you're going to see how the punches are coming. You're going to, you're going to need to hit in order to counter. And by counter, I'm actually saying throw a punch back in return. See, here's what I'm learning is that I gave him that advice without even knowing I counter, I chickened out myself. Not even chicken out. It was just me being aware of injuries. He he was injured. I wasn't injured. He was injured, and yet I wasn't injured. And it gave me that advice at that time. Furthermore, when I got injured, when I hurt my thumb, I said, "Yeah, that's it for me." I only said that's it for me because I understand the process of the injury. See, the injury doesn't start when you hurt something. The the the, the healing process start. Once you get surgery, once you go, have, once you do the recovery process, once you go to physical therapy, once you build the muscle and restart everything that you have developed, yeah, that, yeah, I, I, my ACL was the lesson for me. My ACL was the lesson for me. I don't want to experience that pain again. It is okay. I know my limits. We have to know our limits as individuals because if we don't know our limits, aka our boundaries, our boundaries will always get overstepped, will always get taken advantage of. Why? Because we're giving them the control. When I hurt my thumb, I said, yeah, that's it. That's it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it, but it hurt too much. It wasn't just the thumb. It was me thinking about what I've already been through. It triggered the pain. It triggered the emotions. It triggered everything that I've been through. So I was like, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> I ain't going to go back. I ain't going to even lie because that hurt. I didn't even know you needed a thumb. Yeah. You, you don't know you need a thumb unless you, unless you hurt it. Yeah, that's it for me. And so as I'm bringing this up, is that the fear of repeating, the fear of repeating the past, the fear, fear of repeating the past, fear of repeating the past is so true. It's so real. We have to be willing to take that step and understand what our triggers are, what our boundaries are, and continue to take that take one step at a time. Everybody that we come encounter with is not for us. Everybody that we have a community uh, a conversation with is not for us. Everybody that we think is the one is not the one for us. Why am I saying this? Because we have to be comfortable getting getting denied we have to be comfortable with getting denied not just saying yeah i think you attracted you think i'm attracted we should go we should talk we should change numbers no no, no. you have to be denied because this person might not just be for you now mind you <laughs> learning that has been difficult it has been difficult however it was rewarding because it showed me the person is for me. It, 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 it brought the person is for me because I understand what I'm looking for. She understands what she's looking for. So now I have the love of my life. Right? There's a process behind the journey. There's a process behind the madness. You also have to understand the growth that each one of us has done. There's a process behind your, your, your growth and your will. However, if your will and your growth is not being pursued, your past is going to be repeated. Your past is going to be repeated because you don't have boundaries for yourself. Even though you don't have boundaries for yourself, why should you not continue to find and to become the person that you know you can become? 
See, navigating love after healing is so difficult because we have to be comfortable enough to trust this person, to love this person, and, and, and to believe that they're not going to hurt us like we just previously, previously experienced. I can't say this. It is not going to happen again. If you catch it. <laughs> if you catch it. You know your boundaries. You know you listen to your, your intuition. You listen to your good. You listen to everything that doesn't make you feel good. Everything that makes you feel good should make you second guess the decision that you're making today. Why? Because if this if you're second guessing it, this person is not for you. We have to be comfortable enough to walk away from something that's not bringing us peace. If it's not bringing us peace, why are we staying? Why are we staying if it's not the best? interest for ourselves the next point i want to hit on is balancing self-care and relationships i'm still learning this i'm still understanding what this is balancing self-care and relationships you have to balance yourself to have a relationship and love who you are i didn't know me love me not loving myself was a factor why because i expected my ex-wife to teach me how to love myself See, when two whole people come into the relationship, the relationship will work. When two broken people come into a relationship, the relationship will not work. When one healed person comes and a broken person is, has, came, has come as well, that relationship is not going to end. It's not going to work. The relationship is not going to work because both of y'all are not whole. Both of y'all are not healed. Both of y'all haven't invested the, the correct amount of time for yourself. See, here's the thing about time. Time is of the essence, which means we have to become patient with our with ourselves. We have to become patient. We really have to understand that it's okay if it doesn't happen tomorrow. It's okay if it doesn't happen next week. It's okay if it doesn't happen next month. It's okay if it doesn't happen next year. What we have to be comfortable with doing is putting the work in it into ourselves each and every day. Why? Because the moment we start working on ourselves is the second we lose confidence with confidence with who we are as a person. There's a process that we have to go through. There are phases that we have to grow through. See, the blueprint is being laid. Yet it's so confusing because I can't teach you how to go through a heartbreak if the heartbreak hasn't been presented. If it has been presented, now you know what to look for for yourself. What's bringing you peace? What's bringing you happiness? What's bringing you joy? What's bringing you fulfillment? What's bringing you things that you did not know that you can have? See, the love of my life brings me peace. The, the love of my life brings me growth. The love of my life demonstrates what it's like to have a healthy relationship. Why am I saying this? Because healthy relationships still exist. Furthermore, you have to go through the, the bad situations, the, the relationships that's not doing you any justice to recognize what you're looking for with the next person. There was a saying that I, always, that I used to say, I kind of say it, still say it. How many times do you need to get hit on the head before you recognize what this lesson is? How many times do you need to get hit in order to recognize what lesson was presented? I mean, there's one time I was boxing. We were sparring. We were sparring again. 
And this one dude hit me with the same exact move six different times. He didn't change how he swung. He didn't change his body language. He did the exact same thing six different times. After the sixth time, I'm like, hold on, bucko. <laughs> I said, man, how are you steady hitting me? My hands are up. He said, no, they ain't. He said, every time I flinch, you drop your hands and I hit you. I said, bro, all six times? He said, yeah, that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> I said, oh, well, that makes sense. I said, huh. It took me six times to learn how to keep my hands up even when someone flinching me. Here's a lesson behind that story. Multiple times, oftentimes or not, we have to really get hit multiple times in order to recognize what this lesson really is. See, the lesson when it comes the first time is foreign to us. When it comes the next time, we really don't understand it. When it comes the third time, we wasn't ready for it. When it comes the fourth time, we wasn't prepared for it. When it comes to fifth time, we still have to put ourselves out there. When it comes to sixth time, it finally made sense to say, I need to keep my hands up. And as I'm keeping my hands up, I'm being protected. Not only is my hands protected, not only is my face protected, my head is too. We have to protect our boundaries because if our boundaries are not protected, people would take advantage of them. And now we're the ones that's heartbroken, that's confused, that's overwhelmed, that's stressed out, that's having anxiety attacks because we did not see it coming. We didn't see it coming because we wasn't prepared for it. And when we're not prepared for the unknown, the unexpected, the uncertainty, the uncertainty, the unprepared, the unaware wins because we have we stopped doing the groundwork. We stopped protecting our boundaries because we be, we wasn't as aware of ourselves. We didn't we stopped loving ourselves. We wasn't protecting our boundaries because we let our boundaries get ran over. We let our boundaries get taken advantage of. See here's the thing about boundaries that we all have them. On the contrary, most of us don't know how to identify what they are because we're so kind, we're so nice, and we don't want to hurt this other person's feelings. But what about your feelings? What about protecting your feelings? What about protecting your boundaries? What about speaking out, speaking up when things are not feeling right? That's when you putting yourself first and the lesson that you endure. This when it becomes the most valuable thing that you can ever understand because it protects you when you least expect it. When you least expect it. In closing, the four points that I, that I went over, I'm going to repeat them. First one is personal growth and evolving perspectives. You're not going to remain the same after your pain. So don't force yourself to stay small. You're not remaining saying after your pain. So don't force yourself to remain small. The next point, number two, rebuilding trust and vulnerability. You have to start with vulnerability in order to build trust. You have to put yourself out there and understand you being vulnerable to yourself will attract the next person that know how to communicate with you. Point number three, fear of repeating the past. 
How many times do we need to go through pain in order to protect our boundaries? Your boundaries matter because your boundaries will make you who you are today. Last point, balancing self-care and relationships. You have to have a relationship with yourself and understand what self-care really is. If you're not putting yourself first, why should the next person even care? Why should they care? Why should they care if you don't care? Put effort into yourself, put time and energy and learning more about yourself and things will change for you in a way to where you can least expect it. So before we close out, before we close out, I love to hear, I love, I would love to hear from you how you are navigating love, how you are navigating love during your healing process. What is it like? Come, leave in the comments below. I would love to continue this conversation. If you got this, if you got, if you watched this video so far and you really got value from it, make sure you click this video right here to watch the next life provoking video on how you can become the better version of yourself. Remember, when you think big, you become big. Yet when you think small, you remain the same. 